Welcome to First Focus, a podcast here at First Presbyterian Church of Columbia, where we highlight various ministries and events throughout the church. I'm Scott Hull, one of your hosts. And I'm your other host, Josh Adair, pastoral intern of Biblical Counseling. Who do we have on the show today, Josh? Scott, we have Nate Seske. He's the assistant director of the college ministry here at First Presbyterian Church. Nate's going to talk to us about the Wales trip, a little bit of the history behind that, and what kind of work is involved. If you have any questions about the show or any ministry at the church, don't hesitate to contact us. You can find all of our contact info on our website, which is firstpresscolumbia.org. That's firstpresscolumbia.org. Or on our app. Let's get to the conversation. Okay, so we're in the studio today. We're talking to Nate Seske. He's going to be telling us a little bit about the missions trip to Wales. Nate, why don't you say hello? Hey, Scott. Hey, Josh. Thanks for having me in here today. Yeah, it's our pleasure. So... You've been on the Wales trip before. You're making plans to go again. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, the missions trip to Wales? What kind of trip is it? Who do you work with there? Yeah, of course. So I came on staff with First Presidents College Ministry in July of last year. And two weeks into my job, we went on the Wales trip for 2018. And last year, we worked with Drew Goodman and uh, his church, Barry Presbyterian, And there we did a holiday Bible club, which we can think of as vacation Bible school here. The exact same kind of events. We do crafts, we do teaching, we do little skits, and we all work with kids from four years old to 10 years old. So very similar to the same thing we do here at First Pres, but on a much smaller scale. We also did a partnership with Mark Johnston, who is a good friend of our senior minister, Dr. Derek Thomas, at his church, which is Bethel Presbyterian. And there we did a soccer and dance camp the very first year. And the second year we did a soccer and arts and crafts camp. So same sort of deal. Kids from four years old to 10 years old. Broke them up into different camps, different groups, that is. And we did teachings and we did uh, just having fun with the kids, introducing them to the gospel, a lot of evangelistic work. Very few people in Wales grow up in the church. If I remember correctly, it's something between like 4 and 6% evangelical in Wales. So it is now very much an unchurched country. And we go in to help these very small churches like Barry and Bethel Prez because they don't have the numbers or the strength to do things like a vacation Bible school like we do here at First Prez. So we come in with a group of college students. We have everything planned and we show up. We help to execute the whole week. We do outreach in the community. We bring kids in. Uh, Last year was really exciting. There were twice as many kids that came to the Holiday Bible Club as there were members in the church that we were serving. Uh, So that's really encouraging to the congregation, really encouraging to Drew Goodman, the pastor there at Berry Presbyterian. And it's a very exciting time for us and the students here to learn about God's church across the world. All right, cool. So this year coming up with what you guys are planning, does do the VBS classes have a particular theme or focus that you guys will be teaching on? Yes. So because we do have the blessing of being at such a great church like First Pres, who is so rigorous in their vacation Bible school development, we actually will take parts of the program that's run here and condense it into a smaller size to fit our context in Wales. Uh, and do the same teachings that the kids here heard, which helps us a lot on the planning side and works has worked really well 
the past two years with the college students. Yeah. It's been very manageable for us, and it's been a big blessing to be able to to pull from the resources of the church to help equip us to go. Now, you mentioned that some of the VBS class sizes you saw were twice the amount of membership. Could you also just share a little bit more about the scope of the churches that you're helping? Like, how big are these churches? What's the nature of their work? Yeah. Yeah. So Drew Goodman is currently an ARP missionary in Wales for Barry Presbyterian Church, and he's been there for, I don't want to be wrong about this, but I believe it's four years now. But that would number would have to be double-checked. And he is working at Barry Prez, as I mentioned, and his church currently has about 15 members. So it's a very small church. It's humbling for me to think about that. His whole church is significantly smaller than the Sunday school class I teach here mm-hmm. at First Prez. And I think that just brings a really big contrast to the type of environment we are in here in the Bible Belt South. And then for the Holiday Bible Club, we had 29 four to ten-year-olds show up in this little church and, you know, running across playing sharks and minnows and things like that. And then we also partner with Bethel Presbyterian, which is Mark Johnston's church, and that has between 30 and 40 members. So noticeably noticeably bigger than Barry, uh, but still significantly smaller than we're used to seeing here yeah. uh, in the South. And um, that is something that I think has been humbling to many of the students who have gone over to see ministers and elders and church members being so faithful Mm. to their churches as a family that they actually love each other, love the church, and they're committed to it, not because it's a cultural ideal, not because it's the thing to do on Sunday mornings, but because they've been saved, they've been redeemed, and they love Christ, and they love his people. So they gather even in the midst of a culture where it'd be really easy to make the excuse to not show up. Mm-hmm. And that leads me to uh, my next question about the the people that do go on the trip. A lot of them are people that have gone before, and they're they wanting to go again. Is that part of the reason, just to to be able to serve and help people on that, where the gospel is so so not present? Yeah, so... This year, we'll actually have two people going back for the third time and four others going for the second time, which is almost half the team returning. And I think that is a major part of it. Uh, There's some aspects in which, you know, it's exciting to go across the world. It's exciting to go to England, to Wales, to the UK. It's exciting to spend a day or two in London to experience that a little bit. But I do think at the heart of it, people see the joy of getting to serve where the need really exists because it it shows the fruit and the value of the work you're doing for the kingdom. And uh, we even had Drew Goodman in the middle of the week last year. Uh, He came up to me and said to me, I don't know what our church would do for community outreach, especially to the kids if you guys don't return. Mm. So we're seeing that You know, oftentimes people mention that short-term mission trips are sometimes disruptive to the communities they go into. Maybe they really benefit the people going, but maybe not as much where they're serving. But we're seeing here with our trip to Wales that it actually is a major benefit to the churches in the area, uh, that they actually are reaching a demographic that they're struggling to reach, and we really can step in to serve them in their need there. And then on the flip side... 
students have just been so served and so blessed as well. They've been humbled by, as I mentioned before, the ministers being there faithfully, the families who are serving faithfully, the people who welcomed, welcomed us in with open arms to be fed for family meals, to be hosted in their houses, and then to even see little kids who have never stepped into a church before having Bible verses memorized and songs memorized, uh, just like we see with our kids here. But for us going there, we know they're not going home to get that from their parents like our kids here are. So when we see that with kids who we know aren't walking back to Christian homes, it, it means something more because you're planting seeds that you know won't get planted any other way. And I think kids really take, or college students, I should say, really take encouragement from getting to be a part of that mission to the world. Yeah, it seems like it, you know, being on staff uh, in a campus ministry for almost 10 years, it just seems like college students are so open to the concept of going. And, you know, one of the things I would frequently think about was who better to kind of to to challenge to to reach the world than a generation of students who after they graduate you know they they may not have families they may not have responsibilities that they have to enact, like immediately act upon but they can consider a step this could be a stepping stone into them considering serving the lord full time after they graduate in some capacity of ministry or or as a missionary overseas and so it's incredible to see you guys challenging our students with that yeah one of our boards we have painted in the back of the college room says, love Christ, live connected, and leave a legacy. And and part of what we hope to do as a college ministry is leave a legacy, part of which would be a legacy for the world, a legacy for the Great Commission, a legacy for loving the nations, that our church has done well, that our denomination has set up aggressive and exciting goals to see. We want to be a part of that, and we want college students to know that the church is not just a college ministry of like-minded, same-aged people, but the church is from infants to the elderly. The church is from Columbia, South Carolina, out to London, out to China, and everywhere in between. And we think that the best way for students to grow in their understanding of that is to actually be exposed to it. And the best way for them to be exposed to it is to be sent. So it's been a really big blessing that we've had a church support us to send so many students to support financially in different ways, to support even with things like the materials from VBS, to actually help provide an opportunity for students to have their heart pricked uh, with a love for the world. What can we be doing as a church to support you all? You mentioned financial support. Is there anything else? Yeah, the the biggest one is just prayer. Uh, logistics is always challenging when you're taking 13 young people across the world, especially, you know, we had one uh, that had never even been on a plane before. <laughs> so the first plane ride is an eight-hour plane ride across the world. Uh, so even things like that, there's there's fear for some people who have never left the country. There's logistics of planning. What does it look like to actually, you know, get to London and get to Wales and, and do all the work in between? So praying for the logistics to go smoothly, and then also just praying for us as servants to have servant hearts when we're there, to realize that the trip really isn't about us. The trip is about serving the community, helping to encourage our missionaries in other places, and helping to bring energy and um, 
something of a gospel light to the communities in Wales. And mm. so the prayer is the best way that you can partner with us. That sounds like a wonderful opportunity, Nate. Thanks for being willing to lead this trip, but also to really just steward our students who live in a culture that's very consumption-driven and me-focused and to to trust the Lord together to prick their consciences, to, to consider living for a greater Lord and theme than just their career, their success, whatever it could be. Well, it's been a great pleasure. You've been listening to First Focus. For Nate Seske, as well as all of the staff of First Presbyterian Church in Columbia, I'm Josh Adair. And I'm Scott Hull. Thanks for joining us. If you have any questions about the podcast, you can reach out to us on our website, which is firstpresscolumbia.org. That's firstpresscolumbia.org, or go to our app. Until then, God bless.